Thank you for that. All right, back to uh, chapter number 10 in the book of Hebrews. And uh, for us as Christians, we, uh, when God saved us, uh, the Bible teaches us that he began a good work in us. Uh, one of the, I think it was last week, Ashley sang a song that reminded me uh, of uh, singers uh, who, um, who was it? Steve Green, I think, back uh, from back in the day, uh, when, I, when it was contemporary, uh, back <laughs> uh, in the 80s, I guess. Uh, but, um, you know, he sings a song that says that he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it based on our scriptural promise. And, uh, and we all, if you're saved today, you, you've began well in that regard. Uh, and it's all of Christ, by the way. It's, it's what he does. Um, everything, even we see this word illuminated uh, in our text, uh, everything spiritual that goes on in our life is all initiated by God. Uh, and, uh, and so um, we don't go looking for Jesus. He finds us, uh, and His Holy Spirit uh, just r- reminds us of our need. We get Holy Spirit conviction, uh, and uh, we, um, there's none that seeketh after God, no, uh, not one. Uh, so um, when I got saved... Uh, he um, redeemed me uh, and gave me, you know, life in Christ, uh, and be, it began a process uh, in my life of sanctification. Um, at one point, uh, I'm going to pass away uh, from this world, either, uh, say, by rapture or rupture. Uh, I'm going to stand before God. Uh, either He's going to come back and, uh, and we're going to be called out of here, uh, or um, I'm going to die. And that's what's going to happen to every single one of us, uh, either rapture or rupture. Uh, we all have an appointment uh, with, uh, with death. Uh, it's appointed unto man once to die. So between, um, so I was born, uh, and God knew me before, he, uh, before I was even born, uh, and uh, I got saved when I was 14 years old, uh, and now I uh, was a believer, uh, and then uh, I went, I'm going through life, I'm running my race, and the goal is to end well. It begins well with him, and then the goal is to end well, and to stand before God, and God say, well done, Along the way, there's, as human beings, we fail the Lord constantly, and, uh, and there's ups and downs. Uh, but I know that I'm saved uh, based on the promise of God's Word, uh, and I focus my life on staying in communion and fellowship with God. Uh, and when that fellowship and communion is broken through my sinfulness, uh, I, I, I just confess it to God, and I get it right, uh, and I'm thankful for uh, His mercy and His grace. Uh, but I want to stand before Him, having done well. I want to be... Um, who he wants me to be. Uh, I'm his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. And we, as we've looked at this passage of Scripture, uh, have come to, to see that one of the deterrents or one of the ways that we can keep from failing the Lord uh, and, or become an apostate uh, you know, as well, uh, if you're saved, uh, you live for God. Uh, if you're not saved, you fizzle out. Uh, but you are, uh, if you're born again, uh, then you desire the things of God, etc. Um, but one way to help us through that is to uh, provoke one another unto love and good works. Uh, we draw near to God. We, we hold fast. Uh, I'm thankful for um, the testimony of some that I've seen on the news uh, this last week of those who are going to stay uh, in the Ukraine, for example, and fight. Um, they're going to fight for their, their freedom and and. Uh, and just stay there and remain, uh, and I, I appreciate that. I really appreciate anyone, um, even people who are, uh, I guess, misinformed, uh, but, they're, but they're, they really believe in, in what they believe, and they're just going to just keep going forward. 
Um, there's a, there's a, a respect that I can have uh, for that. Uh, again, there are things that you shouldn't stand for. Uh, there are things you shouldn't be an activist for. Uh, but I just wish Christians were just as hard or just as much an activist for the things of God as people are for, you know, global warming or whatever it is you want to put in that category. Uh, we need Christians who are steadfast and unmovable and always abounding uh, and, and not being swayed uh, by uh, popular opinion uh, in all of the pressures of life, uh, but they just, this is what I believe. They've set their affections on things above and they're pressing towards the mark. Uh, and we just need more of that. And God is really helping uh, these first century Christians and us uh, with that and saying uh, one of the keys to, to live a successful Christian life, a victorious Christian life, uh, is to, to draw close to him and get to the throne room of grace and to stand firm and, uh, and endure hardest as a good soldier elsewhere in Scripture. Uh, and then uh, he, and he really, Paul really hammers them uh, in the passage that we've been studying. But it's, but it's not just uh, it's not just being reminded of our responsibilities, uh, it's, it's remembering some things. Uh, and the first thing he wants us to remember uh, is our past. Uh, that's what he's telling them. And our text in verse number 32, but call to remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of afflictions. Now, uh, remember, Paul is writing to... Christians, Hebrew Christians in the first century church, and what he is, remember, everything has a context. So when he is talking about this fight of afflictions that they had and telling them to remember, he's not even going all the way back uh, to, uh, to Moses, which he's already, uh, already done, uh, in reminding them of, of uh, the Exodus and things like that. Uh, but he's just trying to help them to realize that even 15 years before um, this letter, uh, under you know the the emperor Claudius, uh, they had suffered some harm, uh, and uh, that word fight uh, illuminated after you were saved when you were uh, the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, again, He's the one who draws a man in uh, women, children uh, to uh, to repentance, brings conviction, uh, who gives life. Uh, he does it all. We're saved by Jesus Christ alone. It's nothing that we do. Uh, and so uh, I realized I was a sinner. I needed a savior. I asked God to forgive me uh, and to save me based on the promises of his word. Uh, and, uh, and I'm saved uh, to the uttermost, uh, uh, the Bible says. Uh, and uh, I was illuminated uh, just as they were illuminated. And he says, after you were, you endured a fight of afflictions. That word fight there uh, has the idea or the sense of an athletic type of an engagement. Paul used um, sport uh, many times uh, in Scripture to help understand uh, as he preached to people who, uh, at that time, uh, there you know you think of Rome and, and gladiators and all these different things. There were spectacles that were taking place, uh, and these early Christians, many of them, uh, were brought into places like that uh, and to entertain people uh, as they were devoured uh, by lions and uh, and whatnot. Uh, but their belief and their faith under Emperor Claudius uh, was, was a purposeful spectacle to people. It was a fight of afflictions in everybody. The Bible says that they were a gazing stock uh, to the people around them. So, so he says, I want you to remember that 15 years ago, uh, when, when you fought these flights of, of, of afflictions, 
uh, where you were a gazing stock in, re- in reproaches and afflictions, they suffered physical harm uh, at the hands of people. Uh, that people were uh, beaten, people uh, were, were boiled, drowned. Uh, there, you know, sky is the limit uh, on what Christians suffered uh, during uh, the, those times where, uh, by the way, uh, the, the leaders of, of, that, of that time uh, were probably more deranged uh, and, uh, than the leaders that we follow uh, in the world today. Um, it was a difficult time for Christians. So they suffered physically uh, in ways that none of us uh, can imagine. Uh, but it just, it wasn't that. It was also um, socially. Uh, I read earlier today uh, one of our missionaries uh, in um, uh, North, uh, South Korea, uh, they have stuff going on in North Korea and China. Uh, there was a, uh, he's asking for prayer for uh, a new Christian, a man that got saved, uh, and uh, his family uh, is threatening to, um, to ostracize him uh, and basically um, you know, put him out uh, and, and to um, shun him uh, and, and his job and everything uh, because he has become a Christian. Um, you know, uh, I think if we are uh, in our workplaces today, uh, we're passing out tracts perhaps or witnessing to people, we can get ourselves in trouble. Uh, there are all kinds of uh, rules and stuff in workplaces that, uh, that frown upon that. And, uh, and uh, there's, uh, by the way, there's always workarounds. Like you can, you can ask questions uh, that make people ask you questions. Uh, and uh, so then you can witness to them. So there's a, there's a lot of ways. If you, if you want to you share your faith at work, there are ways that you can do it. All right? Uh, and uh, you've got to get creative at times. Uh, but uh, this man gets born again. Uh, and get shunned by his family. That's not really, um, I lost a lot of friends when I got saved. Uh, and it wasn't because I was a believer. It's because I didn't want to, I, I couldn't do the things that they were doing anymore. Uh, and, uh, and that type of thing happened. So they suffered physically. Uh, they suffered socially. Uh, they, they, they were, there's reproaches. Those are verbal uh, types of afflictions uh, at the hands of, of course, the leadership uh, but probably the people around them. Uh, and he says, I want you to remember the past. I want you to remember where you, where you came from. Uh, Jeremiah in the book of Lamentations uh, says that too. He says, this I call to remembrance, therefore have I hope. One of the biggest things that will help you to stay right with the Lord is remembering your past. Remembering where you came from. Now, I don't want you to glorify the devil. Uh, in your remembering the past, because that's an easy thing to do. Uh, you, you start telling stories and, uh, about things that uh, you did in the past uh, that aren't good things, and it uh, brings a smile to your face uh, as you recall them, and, uh, and, or you laugh up about those things. Uh, we've got to be careful uh, that we don't uh, give glory uh, to the devil in those types of things, but, um, but it's good. Now, I think the best testimony a person can have uh, is they never, uh, never did this, they never did that. They got saved. They got saved at a young age, and they didn't have to go out in the world and, uh, and uh, participate in all of that. I think that's the best testimony. Um, having said that, um, if, if God saved you uh, and, and you were in the hog slop of this world, uh, when you think about all that God saved you from, uh, there's, a, there's a part of that that makes you grateful. You're thankful for, uh, for the work of God in your life. Or you think about where you could have been 
uh, had you not turned your, given your life to Christ and turned your life around. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, remembering those things are important. Uh, but I think in this t- context, in remembering what they had gone through uh, is a way that God helps them and helps us to remember the character that God has built in us through those times. These were people who were getting ready to quit and walk off, and Paul's warning them, and, he's, and, he, and, it's, a, and it's a very uh, harsh warning. But now he's turned from that, uh, and he is comforting them and reminding them, if not only is it we to provoke each other unto love and good works, but if you just remember uh, when, when you lived through that stuff with Claudius, uh, and, and it continues, he, he says uh, in verse number 34, For ye had compassion of me in my bonds, and, and, and notice what it says, And took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, uh, knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and enduring substance. So what had happened? Um, many of them were removed from their homes. Their, their homes were spoiled. Uh, people took what they had. Uh, and the Bible tells us that they, uh, they had joy uh, in, in the spoiling of their goods. Um, that is so foreign to us. Um, we, I uh, have discussions all the time. I've had several this week about everything from uh, you know, the, the economy and, uh, and you know, what's this world going to be like and you know, where people post pictures of somebody was in Florida and it was like $6 and something a gallon uh, for gas. And uh, we're constantly, every day we wake up and just, just, when, you, just when you think uh, that we're you know, uh, coming out of the pandemic and things are going to look good, then wars break out. Uh, and uh, all the craziness that has happened. So um, tomorrow we're going to wake up and something, cra- something else crazy is going to have happened overnight. I'm afraid to look at the news feed in my phone sometimes uh, for all, uh, like, what's going on today? And it's not just on a national scene. It's around here uh, as well, uh, just uh, an increase. Uh, we're in the days of Noah, uh, like in the days of Noah, the end times. Uh, and I think that the Lord uh, is coming back. Uh, and uh, But... Um, this idea of, of, of taking joy, what if, um, if, you, if you put yourself in a position like, uh, you know, somebody that's over there uh, in, the, in Ukraine uh, and their apartment gets blasted and all their earthly goods, all their earthly goods are gone. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, somebody sticks a microphone in their face and they say something like, but we're safe, our families are safe, uh, and we're going to stay, uh, and we're going to fight, uh, and we're not going anywhere. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and we, we see that, and we, uh, we can't really relate. Most of us can't relate to that because we've not, we've not been in that type of a position. But it's really analogous to how God wants us to view our lives here. Uh, we're, so, we're, we're to go through our sojourning here, uh, in fear, in reverence to God, we're, uh, that we're sojourners. Everything that we are going through right now is temporal. The stuff that we own is temporal. Everything. Uh, it's going to, you know, and if, if war breaks out and, you know, whatever, uh, things start happening here. That's why, that's why I've said if, if, if the bombs start flying, I hope one lands on my house. Because uh, I'd, rather, I'd rather be in heaven uh, than to struggle through um, uh, the aftermath. Uh, of those types of things. We've all seen pictures, whether it's Afghanistan or whatever, everything's blown up. Can you imagine having to live? 
uh, in, those, in those areas. But they, um, these people, lived that. And their goods were spoiled, uh, and they had a joyful attitude about it because they knew that they were sojourners, and one day they were going to be in heaven, uh, and that they were citizens of heaven. Uh, and so they, uh, they had a better and enduring uh, substance that's elsewhere. Now, he references faith also being the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen as we get into Hebrews chapter number 11. But he says, you remember the past because it will help you in remembering how God molded and shaped you and how you struggled and how you lost all your stuff and you were made a, a, you were a gazing stock and you were afflicted and reproached and, and you made it through. Uh, and, and because you knew that you had a, an enduring place in heaven uh, and that this is all temporal. And he's saying, if you remember what God's done, and by the way, there's no temptation given us such as common to man. There's nothing that you're going through or that I'm going through that somebody hasn't gone through before. Uh, and most of the stuff that you worry about, 75% of it never happens for the, you know, uh, to begin with. Uh, but, but a lot of it, you've already gone through it. And uh, you've and you've thrived through it. When we think of how we're to be grateful and thankful in afflictions and persecutions and distresses and stuff like that, and count it all joy, um, it's because we know that God is using the circumstances in our life uh, to make us stronger. The goal is never to make you turn away and to run away from God. Uh, if let me put it this way. Um, we know that God, we, we see examples like in Abraham where God tests our faith uh, and improves some things in our life. He said to him, you need to take your son up on a mountain and you need to sacrifice him. Uh, and uh, and uh, he didn't understand it all, but he obeyed God and brought him up there and God brought him through it. Uh, and, uh, and he's mentioned here in chapter number 11, again, by the way, uh, but, uh, but when we love God uh, and we obey him, uh, and, we, and we follow uh, his direction and structure life, we just can't go wrong. God, whatever the circumstance is, uh, it is something that's good for us uh, in the end. We need to have a bigger view. Uh, it's hard sometimes because we're, we get so focused uh, on uh, the present uh, that, uh, that we forget about what God has in store for us and we forget about what God has brought us through. And so he reminds them, he says, uh, you, need to, you need to endure and you need to, uh, you know, draw near to God and pray and, and provoke one another and, and don't forsake the assembly as the manner of some is uh, and, and, you go, and you go out from us. He says, you're not part of those that draw back to perdition. Uh, you're born again. You're saved. You've been redeemed. Uh, you've, been, uh, you've been bought by the blood of Christ. Uh, and so blood-bought, saved people endure. Uh, and what will help you is remembering those things, but it also encourages you. Not only does it show, yeah, I can do. I I went through this before with by the grace of God, and I can go through it again. Uh, and I really, uh, I really think that, even personally myself, when I find myself going through a difficult time, um, and I and I remind and I remind myself that I've been through this before. This time should be easier. Uh, it, it should. I should have learned some things in the prior circumstance that are going to help me now, uh, but it seems like we don't, want to lose, we don't learn the lessons like we should. 
And also, there are things that God brings you through that you can help and encourage others as we consider one another. If, if you've gone through cancer uh, and, and survived, you are qualified to help somebody else who's got cancer news, to get alongside them and encourage them. Uh, you ever think that maybe God's allowed for you to go through something like that so you can help other people? Uh, and, uh, and so... Um, uh, if, if, whatever it is, whatever struggle that you've gone through, God wants us to remember that. Not just remembering the past, uh, but He wants us to respond uh, appropriately, correctly uh, to the present. Uh, so He says in verse 35, He says, Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. The confidence that he's speaking is a confidence that we have in Christ, that we're saved, that he's bringing us to an expected end, uh, that once we're saved, we're always saved, and, uh, and we're to walk with him, and we're to talk with him, we're to grow uh, in faith. I know whom I believe it, uh, and am persuaded that he is able to keep me, uh, and uh, to keep that which I have committed unto him, uh, and, and that's what God does, and I have to have a confidence in it, and he says, don't cast that away, don't throw that aside. Um, uh, you've heard the expressions mind over matter uh, or, uh, you know, uh, having a, 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 a proper attitude about things or perception is king, how we look at stuff. One person can look at a tragedy and see uh, the goodness and the grace of God. Uh, somebody else doesn't. You've got, you've got to look at things the right way. I was reading about, I forget the name uh, of the family. There's books that were written about this family and their name and factor. Maybe somebody will know uh, the name as I start giving the illustration. Uh, but they were, um, uh, they were trapeze-type artists. They were in, the, uh, in carnivals and stuff. And, uh, but they were, especially were um, tightropes. What is it? Yes, the Wellenden, the Wellenden family. And a bunch of them had died uh, from doing their things. And the, the father, uh, it was in the late 70s, um, was going to be in, uh, going across from two buildings, 100 feet up. And three months before um, his death, he was, he was consumed with, um, with falling. Um, and the, the danger of it, which he normally wasn't, to the point where uh, the day of the event, he was making sure that everything was fast in the right way. And, and, he, and he, did, he was preoccupied uh, with, with falling for those three months, and he fell and, and to his death. Uh, and the long story short of all of that uh, is, you know, we believe ourselves into a lot of the things that, that happen in our life. Um, you know, I'm not a charismatic, uh, you know, uh, but I've heard someone would say things like, you know, the reason you're sick is because you believe yourself into being sick. Uh, it, it, we, we, uh, as, a man, uh, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That's why God places a, a, a great premium on how we're to think. And when we're, we have stinking thinking, uh, that we, we think on right things and just and pure things, that we, we bring our thoughts uh, under captivity and the thoughts and the imaginations, and, uh, and we bring them under the captivity of Christ because it's the battle oftentimes is in our mind, it's in our head. And, uh, and so he tells them to don't cast away your confidence. If you start having a defeatist attitude, uh, then you're going to get defeated. Don't cast it away. Believe what you believe. Be resolved. Fully persuaded. Uh, and, and by the way, God says be resolved. I think you, you should have faith, but you should have your own faith. 
Uh, and one of the, the earmarks, or not earmarks, or evidences of the fact uh, that people don't have their own faith is when it fizzles out. Uh, young people in here, you got to have your own faith. You can't rely upon the faith uh, of your mom, your dad, or whomever. Um, you, gotta, you have to know what this book says, and you need to believe it yourself, because if you don't, if you don't do that, uh, you're going to go off and go to school and be cast about and whatever and find yourself not in church altogether. Uh, and, uh, and that's not what God, God's intended. Uh, you are, if you're saved, a blood-bought child of God, um, you endure, you stay. You, you, don't, you don't run from God and run from church. Uh, it's just that that's what he, he says. And to keep you from doing that, you remember uh, not just the past, uh, but uh, you also uh, respond to the present by having a confidence and don't set this aside. I'm saved. Uh, I'm, I'm kept by him. Uh, and I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm on my way to heaven when I die. I'm, I'm setting my affections on things above, uh, and I'm running my race. I'm going to run it with patience. I'm going to run it lawfully, uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prove uh, to my heavenly Father uh, that uh, I'm going to give him what he's paid for. That's what I'm going to do as a Christian uh, and not cast that away. Um, the most confident, happy, joyful people on, on the earth should be people who are redeemed. Uh, and on their way to heaven. But it's not just uh, that confidence. He goes on to talk about um, the perseverance. He says, For ye have need of patience, verse 36, after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Uh, he's, he's saying that you need, to, you need to have confidence, but you also need to have perseverance. Some stick, uh, you have to stick with it. Uh, you have to decide uh, that nothing... Uh, is going to push you away from God in your walk with Him, uh, not friends, not a job, uh, not whatever. Uh, anything that exalts itself above God is an idol. Uh, anything that you love more than you love God uh, is an idol to you. Uh, and what keeps you from, from Him, your walk with God, church, the, 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 the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of truth, uh, whatever those things, uh, they ought to give us pause. Uh, we ought to take inventory uh, and fix whatever needs fixing. And then he, he says this in verse number 38. says, Now the just shall live by faith. I know it's 12 o'clock, and I'm going to be preaching probably from Habakkuk. If you can turn there, uh, if you found it. Uh, if you found it, say amen. amen. All right, Habakkuk chapter number... Um, we're going to be in chapter number 2, uh, just briefly for a moment. Uh, and, uh, but um, remember, uh, when he said, The just shall live by faith... And then he goes on in one of the greatest treatises of faith uh, in, the, in the New Testament or in, of all the Bible uh, that uh, he says that um, the just, he's quoting Habakkuk is what he's quoting. Uh, and, uh, and so in chapter number two, verse number one, he says, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will watch to see uh, what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. Uh, and the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon the tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, for at the end it shall speak and not lie. Uh, though it tarry, wait for it, because it surely come, it will not tarry. Behold, a soul which is lifted up is upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Now Habakkuk, somebody asked me the other day, he says, what's your favorite, who's your favorite uh, Old Testament prophet? Or, and no, actually asked me who, who is God's favorite. I know, uh, how do I know who God's favorite? 
God's favorite was. And they said, well, I think it was Jonah. I said, I kind of like Jonah. Uh, and, uh, but all of them uh, are, are great. Habakkuk, as he was prophesying, he was talking to God uh, and he was complaining. Uh, he was complaining about life. Uh, and all the difficult things that, uh, that they were going through uh, in chapter number one. Uh, then God responds to him uh, in verses five through 11. Uh, and uh, then he, uh, he goes, well, great. Well, he says, we're going to uh, you know, be turned over to Babylon and Babylon's worse uh, than them all. And why? And he questions God in doing that. Uh, and then God answers him again. Uh, he prays in chapter number three. And by, in the end, he finds joy. Uh, in life, if he had you know nothing or whatever, he finds joy in all that. But he says, "The just shall live by faith." So Paul to these Hebrew Christians is is quoting Habakkuk, which all the people in your New Testament when they're quoting stuff are quoting the Old Testament because the New Testament was written. Uh, and uh, and he says, "The just shall live by faith." So back into Hebrews chapter number ten, uh, that's what he says. You've got to you you have to focus on faith. Uh, what you believe, uh, where you're going, uh, and uh, in, in, in keeping that at the forefront of your heart. And he says, if you, we are not of them who draw back. He says, if you're saved, you persevere. You persevere through confidence uh, and, uh, and just stick into it, uh, knowing that the Lord is going to come back and you live by faith. Um, but it seems a little bit almost like a, um, some type of, Trite answer. Like what's, you know, life's terrible. What should I do? Well, you live by faith. I, I, just, I just don't know how God's going to bring me through this. Or God, I don't understand what you're doing. The just live by faith. It's faith in God, yes. It's faith in our future home in heaven. Uh, but it's more than that. If you've got saving faith, you should have, you should have faith that helps you through every, each and every day. Uh, so, so, Faith being in chapter number 11, verse number 1, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Uh, and, of course, God uh, runs down a list of people. He tells them you should live by faith and then gives them a bunch of examples, which we'll look at another time. Saying all that here to say is that one of the biggest ways to, to keep us steady uh, in walking with God uh, is to hold each other accountable, to preach the hard things uh, from the Word of God. I'm doing it. I am considering. I am provoking. Uh, and, uh, and some of you are okay with it. Some of you aren't okay with it. But, but it's the plain truth of God's Word. And He says we all should be, be doing that. And the truth is, whether you like it or not, that they who love God uh, and are saved, uh, they persevere. Those who don't love God, who may not be saved, they fizzle out. They go back to uh, the other things. Can a person become prodigal? Absolutely. We have the story of the prodigal son. Can a saved person who loves God backslide? Sure they can, uh, but they can't stay that way long uh, because they're, they're lived by faith. Chapter number 12 uh, gives us some illustrations about what God does to us if we are rebellious to him. Uh, and he chastises us. Um, but we have to get beyond this idea uh, that church uh, in our faith uh, is some type of uh, convenience thing, something that we just do on a Sunday, uh, that we don't live 24 hours a day, uh, and, uh, and, and we've got to get over that and beyond that. Um, and you can, you can not like it. Uh, you, can, uh, you can disagree with it. Uh, but it's, the, it's what kept Christians straight uh, in the thralls of, of, of first century persecution 
uh, and it is what will keep us straight and walking with God in 2022. Um, it's the same formula. The formula hasn't changed. Uh, so we, we get on each other, and, we, and we're truthful and straightforward about it, provocative, yes, um, and, uh, and, uh, and all that we've been talking about. But then beyond that is ourselves remembering the past uh, and then also uh, responding to the present with confidence, persever- perseverance, uh, and faith. And if we do those things, um, that will help us to endure. If we just want to ignore them, if we just want to just say, well, I don't agree with them, or I'm just angry about it or whatever, um, that is not, that's not the goal uh, of, of this theme. Uh, it is for us to understand here is the truth. It is a fearful thing to fall in the hands of a living God. Uh, and so uh, should I stop preaching it? No. Um, should we start believing it and living it? Absolutely. Um, not everybody will, um, but those who are saved will. That's what, that's what the Word of God teaches. Those who love God uh, and love His Word uh, read this and are not offended. Uh, and uh, they believe it and they trust it. And where, where they're like, oh, I don't, then they, then they, if they love God and the Holy Spirit will help them and they, it will tenderize their heart. Uh, and they'll get it right and say, no, um, pastor's right. The word of God's right. Uh, I need to get closer to God. I need to, be, I need to stand up for him in the workplace or wherever. I need all that. I need to be in church and not away from church. And I need to be here more. Uh, and I need to walk with God. And I keep, need to keep doing it. And I remember uh, what God saved me from. I remember that. And right now in this present time, I'm going to stand firm with confidence. Uh, and I'm going to persevere and keep going because that's what uh, people do. Uh, I, you know, I, I've heard people, um, oh, it was like one of the, um, Brother Houston, if you know Brother Houston, he has this little uh, phrase that they use, says, Houston, stick together. Uh, no matter what happens, Houston, stick together. And I always love that about him uh, and about his family. Houston's, they stick together. Uh, people like uh, in the Ukraine, uh, we're going we, to fight to the death because this is what we believe. Uh, and, uh, and I, just, I just think as Christians, Christians ought to stick together, yes. Christians ought to love God and, uh, and draw close to Him and, and stay as close to Him as we possibly can. Uh, and, and whenever uh, something else is getting in the way, uh, then we, we remedy that through repentance uh, and at an altar, and we just get it right with God. Uh, and, um, and, and, and to not just rebel against it. Um, because that's not doing anything but hurting ourselves. Uh, and so I hope that you see uh, that truth there. Let's all stand with our heads bowed and our eyes closed. Do you have confidence, perseverance, faith? God gives us the formula. This is how we keep from being apostates. Uh, these are the evidences of the fact that we are saved. These are things that are substance of the things hoped for and the evidence of, not, of things not seen. It's the faith that we have, the enduring faith uh, that we have in Christ. Uh, it's so important.